Welcome. You've joined the Topless Travel Show with Carolyn David, bringing you to some of the sexiest and most erotic events and vacation places around the world. Our show is here to help you open your mind, explore your options, and push your boundaries so you too can achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Topless Travel Show, and we are your hosts, Carol and David. Hey everyone, welcome to the Topless Travel Show, where we'll be broadcasting on location at selected events, exposing new and exciting adventures to stimulate your desires. We're here at Desire Pearl with the Sexy Silver event, enjoying all the sexy peeps along with the hot Mexican sun, the beaches, the pool, and of course, the amazing hot tub and playroom too. Absolutely. You know, Topless Travel brings the travel culture to sexy, open-minded couples so you too can explore the possibilities, and I mean all the possibilities, while on vacation. Whether you travel to relax or party hard, to get in touch with yourself or your couple, to build relationships or make new friends... Or simply hang with compatible, genuine people in a non-judgmental location. We've got the stories to get you fantasizing about starting your next adventure right now. Mm-hmm. And Topless Travel Show is all about pushing boundaries. And as usual, we'll be talking about sex, sexuality, relationships, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Hey, hun, guess what? You're horny. I woke up horny this morning. I know. You do every day. You know, we're here at Desire. It is so beautiful here. There's some amazing people, and um, it's just natural to be horny here all the time. I agree with you, especially in this kind of environment, and luckily, we can do something about that, right? We can. I think we have a date later on today, right? We do. Okay, good. All right. So, are you worried about how your relationship will change when you retire? Is your sex life going to get boring or better? On today's show, we're going to chat with a longtime swinger couple all about how they adapted their lifestyle relationship as they retired from their full-time jobs. It's cool sitting here with some more of our friends. Yeah. Even these guys are from long and far away. We see them every once in a while. We can tell a couple of good stories. You want me to talk about the commercial now? Yeah. As we do on every show, uh, we want to take a moment to talk about our top waterproof blanket because nobody wants to sleep in that wet spot. And, you know, squirt is hot until it's not, and the guy's got to sleep in it. So if you're fed up with having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof, and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oils and silicone lubes to any other sexy wetness, just throw it in the washer and dryer, and it comes out looking like brand new. And you don't have to leave your house to get one. Simply and safely go to Amazon and order yours today. Search Top Waterproof Blanket. That's T-O-P, Waterproof Blanket. Get yours today because great sex starts now. It sure does. And let's tell everybody about our new blanket. We have a new color coming out. It is uh, pink and light blue. It is to support breast and prostate cancer. And um, we're going to be donating $5 of each blanket sold to a charity to help cancer survivors get back in the sack. You can go to our website, atopwaterproofblanket.com, to find out how you can help with our mission and buy your pink and blue blanket on Amazon today. Thanks, everyone, for your support. Absolutely. All right. Let's get on with the show. You know we're Carol and David. This is The Sexy Lifestyle, and we are so excited to welcome this super hot, special couple. 
have Bella and Peter from California. We've known them about 11 years. Um, welcome. This is our first time on our show, and we're so excited to be talking with you guys today. Thank you. We Thank are equally as excited. Thank you for having us. And how are you enjoying Desire Pearl so far? Amazing. You've been here before? We have. We've been here several times, and each time is unique. Yay. So why don't you start by telling us a little bit about how you guys met, how long you've been together, and what you guys are That's to. a lot of questions at once. Let's just start. <laughs> Where'd you guys meet? Well, we met uh, at a fundraiser, and since then, uh, we a uh, year, year after that, we got married and got into lifestyle almost after our third date. Well, yesterday we were talking with Steve and... Um, Terry. We were talking with Terry and Steve yesterday, and they met at a fundraiser too. That was their first line. <laughs> Isn't that funny? That is funny. I did yeah. not, we did not know that. There you go. Wow, small world and small uh, happenings, right? Right. So right. Who, who, happenings. who approached who? We actually, uh, we walked into each other arm in arm, pretty much. It wow. started off just like that. And on uh, our third date, we had our first uh, lifestyle experience. And it was love uh, for, for ourselves and love uh, for the lifestyle environment. Right. So away. when you guys met, who kissed who first? We don't kiss and tell. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Did you have sex on the first date? Not Did great sex. Oh. No, we didn't have great sex. No. No? You want to tell about it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Was it because of... Well, you said it wasn't wonderful sex. That's fine. We can all admit the first time you don't know each other's body, that's kind of normal, and it's not abnormal that. But it wasn't this hot, passionate, crazy falling onto each other. Well, I don't type know. Of sex? The first time I had sex no. with Bella, it was pretty awesome. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So <laughs> she I, had a great orgasm. I think that's exactly what it was. That you have this expectation that it's going to be this hot, passionate first kiss, first intimate experience, and there's a lot of nerves and a lot of thinking. And I think it's the overthinking that keeps it from being that hot, passionate experience. Mm -hmm. And the more you get to know somebody, the more exciting and passionate it becomes. That's interesting. Oh, That's yeah. interesting because, yeah. you know, in a normal dating relationship, it's super exciting at the beginning and then it starts to fade off, right? Well, After yes, the, honeymoon. the excitement of the relationship is there, but right. you're right. The sex is not always as exciting because you don't know each other. Right. Yes. You know? And you know what? Also, it was kind of interesting that that we had when we were single we had some casual sex with other partners so you really didn't care right it and then all fun. of a sudden you meet somebody that you really do care yeah and you want it to be so uniquely special that all of a sudden it's just not what you thought it was going to be and that's where the nerves came from yeah. right the pressure of being perfect yeah yeah yes because yes. before because you, didn't you really care. do care yeah. Yeah. exactly do you have that issue the pressure of being perfect don't say that, honey. You think I'm a perfectionist or something? I'm just asking the question. <laughs> I do find pressure under being perfect, but I've learned from you that life goes on even when you don't do a perfect job. Right. 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 Yes, I've right. So I think it's interesting. So I think it was interesting that Peter mentioned that we had our first uh, lifestyle, experience. lifestyle experience on the third date um, because it was something that we had never talked about. Oh, interesting. And so... 
But we hinted I'd to it. You hinted to that it was a possibility. But right. You know, I was going to ask you guys how you found out about the lifestyle. So let's backtrack a little bit. Like, did you guys both know what the lifestyle was about before you met each other? So I did because I have a background in sexuality. And so I had studied about different lifestyles. And swinging lifestyle was something that I was familiar with. But did I ever think that I would incorporate that into my lifestyle? Probably not. And then I met my perfect partner, my best friend, and, and we you're never referring to Peter, right? I hope. Correct. <laughs> Correct. I and, hope. And it was just something that happened naturally. Oh, cool. And it wasn't scary, it wasn't crazy, it wasn't there was no jealousy or intimidation. It was just genuinely natural. Mm. Oh. And I think that it was a beautiful evening that um, provoked a lot of interesting conversation about how do we move forward in this new relationship and incorporate that swinging lifestyle, how it made us feel, what we would want, setting boundaries, and moving forward from there. So wow. let, let me cool. let me just pull you way, way, way back. When you were growing up as a teenager, were you interested in sex and sexuality? And were you that horny girl? No. Really? On the contrary, I was an athlete and all my time and energy went into my sport and never had time for, you know, dating. When was the first time you had sex? When I was 19. Wow, was it good? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. With my boyfriend uh-huh. in college uh-huh. who I loved. And the fr- do you remember? I never the- had casual sex. Oh, interesting. Do you remember yeah. the first time you had an orgasm? No. Carol? I do remember my first orgasm. I had already been sexually active for five years before I had an orgasm. I didn't even know what an orgasm was. I was even a little bit shocked at what happened, what was going on. So, yeah, I do remember. Peter, do you remember the first time you had an orgasm? Actually, I do. I was uh, in a backseat of a car. <laughs> what? 12? 12. 12. <laughs> no, I was a little bit too young to drive at that time. So, I was in the backseat of someone's car and this girl pulled down my fly and put my cock in her mouth and she swallowed was wow. that really your life or and was that was a point like, you were watching wow i like this yeah. this is fun yeah. and um that was that was my first experience and he was great. hooked all wow. right so let's get back to the lifestyle okay, so, let's go. So, so how long have you been in the lifestyle so we have been uh in the lifestyle for 13 years 13 years yeah i was just going to ask peter before you, you ask a question though um, she explained that she knew about the lifestyle by studying it at school, at college. Where did you learn about the lifestyle? I'm not sure if I actually knew what it was or it was called the lifestyle. I just kind of always liked the idea of maybe having a threesome or being or or being with a another couple uh, and not really knowing what lifestyle was all about. And you had not and done that before you met Bella. I had not done that, um, but I did, um, when I when we met, that was my first experience, and it kind of, beca- it was natural for us doing it together, although although it's, it's it would be unfair to say that, you know, we did, we did have our ups and downs in the lifestyle at the beginning because we were, you know, pioneering as a couple yeah. through you know, emotions and other couples and what you like and what you don't like. And also there were those, uh, everyone talks about not taking one for the team, although I have taken one for the team (laughs) in, in later years, but it was kind of fun and it wasn't, it didn't, we didn't take it personally. 
and uh, we just looked at each other, and I basically gave her the finger when I was taking the. Uh, <laughs> but you when know, I was taking that's one what for a the good team. husband does. Yeah, yeah. I went, yeah, all right, right. Thank you very much. But uh, here's to you, baby. But you know, um, Peter and Bella, when Carol and I got into the lifestyle, it was at um, Desire Sister Resort at Temptation here in Cancun, and you know we were very sexual people. We had very worldly businesses. We traveled. We were out there meeting people. And then we knew nothing about the lifestyle. And we met this couple sitting on the beach who were from England and told us about this this world, this underground right, world. Right, this underground world. Yeah. Of people who get yeah. together and fuck other people. Yeah. Um, they're like, mm-hmm. we're emotionally monogamous, um, but we just like having sex with other people. And we're like... We've been to all the four corners of the world, and how could we not know about this? Right. And they're telling us about these conventions and these get-togethers of thousands, and and it's, it's so. So I think that's interesting because I think when we use the term lifestyle, it's so much more than just having sex with other couples. Correct. Right. It really is a lifestyle. It is a lifestyle, a, yeah. and I yeah. think that that one of the things that Peter and I love is that we've surrounded ourselves over several years with like-minded couples right. Right. and who are fun and who are just at a loving place couples. in their life. Yeah, yeah where they're, they're loving just couples. so happy and content and, and just in such a great place. And there's no jealousy and it, no. they're just solid. Well, you, you know like we do that, you know, you first got into the lifestyle and it's about sex. But now that you look back, you know the lifestyle is all about the people, right? And the great people that you meet and the friends that you make and the great conversations you can have where you're not talking about politics and school and the kids and you can just talk about anything with them. Right. And our favorite part of the lifestyle is the great people and friends that we make. Yeah. Yeah. And, and people who are open-minded that you can say something silly, say something fun or say something that's a little out there. And they're not going to look at you like, like you're absolutely crazy and judging you. Right. That's why I survive just, in the lifestyle <laughs> and I couldn't I make it in the other Well, world. and that's a yeah. big problem when you're in the lifestyle and then you're with vanilla couples and you kind of slip. Yeah. And you start talking happens. about a yeast infection and they go... <laughs> What? What? Yeah. Normal <laughs> people don't pull yourself that. back a little, honey. Yeah, and then she kicks me under the table and she goes, no, you <laughs> yeah. can't say that. Yeah. So, you know, there's... There's no censoring. Right. No filter. Yeah. yeah. So well, because there's no filter in the lifestyle. And like you said, when you forget and you're in the, the regular world, the vanilla world, yeah, then you sometimes have to, you forget. Yeah. You, you forget. And yeah. you honestly, you have to check yourself. Yeah. yeah. And it's sometimes very difficult because... Um, you're you know, we also to, have yeah. we also have friends that are vanillas, and their relationships are nothing like our friends that are in the lifestyle. Correct. They're not loving. They're not caring. Uh, they're they're happy to to go out just the guys out for an evening, and that's never been my thing. So the, the lifestyle for us has been, I guess, a, a, a blessing in a, in a way that we're able to be with each other all the time with other couples that like being with each other. So let, let's talk about, you know, your beginning in the lifestyle. How how much time did you spend out there fucking other people, going to clubs, going on vacations? Especially when your relationship together was very new. So yeah. you had to combine I mean, those you two were, things, right? I mean, you were working right? full time. You had, you know, a business to take yeah. care of. How, how did, where did you find the so time? So I think that it was really interesting because it was such a gradual process. 
Yes. Well, um, tell them our first, uh, our first trip to Desire. And how we, we our first, right. we so, weren't even married and we bought real estate. Yeah, yeah. Our, our first investment together was at Desire. And it was great because we, you know, bought this, like, investment in, in the resort and we couldn't even tell anybody about it. Right. So right. It, it was pretty funny. But I think that um, we're... D- you were saying how you navigated finding time for the lifestyle with yeah, the busy life. Right. So, so we were both um, working full time. And as we were working full time, we were finding different websites that were promoting different trips, different takeovers, different meet and greets, and all these different opportunities for people to get together but that we were totally aware of. Did you do it every weekend, of. once a month? I think that so we never really did it in our hometown, and it was more of a thing that we did when we traveled. Okay, so you're and, you're avid travelers, and yeah. Yes. So whenever we were able to take time away from work, we would travel and we would find couples that we could meet, um, get together, go for dinner, and it was never even the end game was never the sex. It was that was a bonus. Let's meet right? that, that was a bonus. Yeah. If yeah. it happened, that was awesome. And same with traveling to Desire or any other resorts or takeovers. It's about meeting great, like-minded people. Yeah. And if the sex part happens, that's awesome. But we've traveled many times where we've just met awesome people who became amazing friends who we've traveled with and just, you know, if we play, we play. If we don't, it doesn't matter. And, yeah. and over this evolution of your journey in the lifestyle, has your couple sex life changed? Has it gotten better or more added more variety to it when, when you have sex together as a couple? I think that it does add a certain level of, uh, of excitement, excitement because you kind of uh, remember, you know, I would I, I remember her sucking, you know, uh, someone right. or her watching me you know, play with another lady and uh, it kind of brings back that, it stimulates yeah. you. Yeah, you, you, know? ha- you you participated in like live porn, right? Yeah. Which yes, you, exactly. Which you yeah. fodder yeah. for, right. yeah. we, we do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. I, I find that like... reflect back on those stories yeah. and just add another layer of and you were there. spice. You were there. Yeah. 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 And and it's actually interesting because now you, you know, we've, we've all been kind of cooped up, um, you know, through uh, the coronavirus and uh, COVID. And this is kind of our first time since I've been retired or we've been retired that we've been actually being able to get out and I can feel our energy actually coming back, you know, being in yeah. a sexy environment, yeah. you know, as opposed to being with our kids all the time and right. being with vanilla friends right, all the time. Right, right, Who, and, uh, you know, so it's, it's, I can, I can feel a, like a new it's energy. It's an awakening. Well, we've noticed that in our last past year where we got back to our traveling all over as yeah. we had prior to, to COVID. So yeah, I, I hear what you're saying because it is fun to get back out there, see your friends in different environments. Yeah. And, and I was going to say earlier that because I know you guys so well, it's been a long time. I know Bella's very curious in the lifestyle and this curiosity which you bring into your own bedroom because you like to buy new toys and new things and gadgets and gizmos galore you know that's what Bella has in in her bedroom so uh, (laughs) is that did that help you while you were confined during COVID where you couldn't get out and see your friends so that's interesting because I think for a lot of people staying home and being isolated with your partner was a real true test on the strength of your you as a couple. Right. Yeah, the strength of a relationship. Yeah, and for us, it was um, when there were times where we had kids at home with us full time. 
So that definitely was a shift in our sexuality because we didn't have that freedom to just sex any time of day, as loud as you want, wherever you want. You have to put away the sex swing and the pole in your bed. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. Um, but when we were alone, it was great because it was almost like, wow, we don't have any schedule. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just enjoy it. And, and, you know, when it happened, it was awesome. But it, it was, it was a, an, an added bonus just being home alone with your partner. And you could really appreciate it. Really appreciate yeah. it. So, so one of the things that we've noticed in the 15 years, did I get it right, hon? Yeah, I think so, yeah. 15 years we've been swinging, that the lifestyle has changed and it has evolved. When we first started, um, we would go to Desire or we'd go to Hedo at, or the cruises and there'd be so many foursomes and moursomes and orgies and people getting together, 10 couples in a room just having... Um, you know, an orgy. And now we find that there's a lot more couples exploring their sexuality, exploring being open, but not necessarily wanting to get into, what do they call it, a puppy pile? Yeah. And you go to a club and there's more people who are more exhibitionists or voyeurs rather than jumping into that pile. Have you noticed the same thing? Well, honestly, we, were, we have not really been... Um, We've, we've tried going to clubs several times, but it, it kind of doesn't work for us in a way uh, because it's, uh, we, we really like to get to know the other couple. Clubs is, is fine if you want to have a quickie, I suppose, right. if you can say and that. And since you guys travel so much, when it's so much easier to get to know the person, that's yeah, your so, preference, right? Yeah, we prefer to, um, we, you know... At we'll, least know their we, name. At least to know <laughs> their name. And, and, you know, we, we actually started having our own house parties so that we can actually get to know people right. and meet people right. and there was no rush in uh, you know it wasn't a marathon to get into the sack yeah. of somebody right yeah so uh, we, be, we we had our own we, we cherry-picked uh, on different websites uh, different couples we never told them who anybody was because we didn't want anybody not because we didn't want to kn- them to know who they were but we wanted them to Respect feel comfortable and safe in the environment right. of our house and, and it turned out that uh, some couples knew other yeah. couples when they Anyways. got there and they went, oh, my God, you're in the lifestyle. Uh-huh. You, know, I, you know, I interviewed you once or something <laughs> oh, like that. It was kind of really but, funny. But haven't, haven't you noticed coming to Desire, there's fewer people playing in the playroom and more people playing back in their rooms? Well, no, I, I don't I know. I actually didn't make that observation, but now that you say it, I did notice that every time, every evening that I've walked by the playroom, it's empty. Right. Yeah. So, yes. And I wondered... So funny that you say that because I actually wondered: is does COVID have any impact on that? I don't oh. think so. Think I don't think so because think because even in the hot tub, there's not people having sex on the beds around the hot tub anymore. Right. There, there. It's just gotten a little softer. We find over the last ten years than it used to be. Hardcore swingers who would just say, "Okay, let's go on the side here," and the six of us okay. have sex. Uh, actually, I, th- I see what you're saying. I can identify now. She's right because I've walked by the playroom and there was no one in it right. there was a lot of people in the hot tub there was no one on the beds right, right. or and if there were there was just a and single nobody couple. even playing in the hot tub it was just a nice yeah. social event social event exactly. a social event yeah so we, where we people are meeting it. people and just right. going back yeah. to the room right. and, we, and we know in the mansion here there was a big party going on but it's not like all right you know anybody who wants to join in come on in yeah yeah so things have changed yeah that's I, true. I think it has a lot to do also with uh 
a new observation for consent out there. And when you have that puppy pile or right. an orgy, you're not sure if everyone has consented. Uh, you know, it's not like a round of consent before you get in. Everyone's consented they want to be with everybody else, but do you know for sure that you're okay if I touch you? Do you know for sure? And I think there's that out there as well. That's just on the back of people's minds. In a puppy pile, are you sure that everyone has consented with everybody else individually? When I check in well, wherever we go, yeah. I have them put on my file, I consent to everyone doing anything to me. <laughs> okay, David. <laughs> well, that's a good thing. So but I'm not I, sure I if that has to do with me. You know what? I also... I I don't know if this is appropriate for the show to actually talk about it, but um, we've also noticed that, well, first of all, there's there's a new generation that's coming up below us, right? Uh-huh. and in our generation, it's another thing, but I find that in both generations, there are a lot of drugs that are being used to mm-hmm. enhance uh-huh. their experience yeah. right. in the lifestyle, which is giving them, for lack of a better word, liquid courage right. or drug courage. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can almost identify as non-drug users, yeah. and especially Bella doesn't drink. So, and I'll and I'll drink somewhat until she tells me I've drank too much. <laughs> and then she'll. We notice that people are, their behavior, is is um, kind of almost to the point of disrespectful, mm. because well, they're, they're missing a filter they, sometimes. Right, they're missing the filter, but not just. Vocally, missing the boundary. They're, they're, yeah, they're missing the cue. The boundaries right, right. With, uh, you know, they're, they're just freely touching and groping and assuming that this is okay uh, and it's not okay. Yeah, yeah. And people need to check themselves. And it happened, it happens too often for it to become what I see as being a normal. Right. And then the next day you go to talk to these people and they're not the same what they right, were the right. night before. Yeah. Because you can see how. The drugs that they were taking, whether it be Molly or other, you know, products, whatever is out there that enhances your sensitivity. Yeah. They're not the same person. But that's yeah. why, that's why, and I'm going back to Carol's sure. consent thing, you know, in the lifestyle, the rules are ask first, no means no. And if you don't get an enthusiastic yes, it's a no. But if you're under the influence of drugs or alcohol, you cannot give that enthusiastic yes. And you should really just say you know what this isn't right and go find someone else but i also think there's a there's a fine line there because is. today everyone's using cannabis products you know they're taking a little bit of a uh, dube no um cbd cbd oil or something because it does give you maybe a more sensitive fuck but people are or it takes the edge off yeah it takes the edge off takes but the edge what off. i'm saying yep. is that people are not seeing that as a drug they're seeing that no. as an enhancement and they don't feel that that's a drug so Maybe the people are just more, it's more commonplace to have some of this, something different. Like we're used to alcohol. Our generation drinks alcohol. Right. Whereas the next generation coming up is doing a lot of that CBD that we're not familiar with. So there's a fine line. Is that yeah. recreational? Is it well, more sensitive? I, but still, you know, as a participant in the lifestyle, you have the right to say you didn't ask. Yes, 100%. Oh, of course. Right. Yes, yes, yes. But, That's not a yeah. problem. And we do. So let, let's, you know, we, we don't have to keep going on this. However, um, it's a good point that we make that we've observed these changes. Yeah, there's and changes. And we're weary of them. And that's okay. We know how to protect ourselves. We've been doing right, this a exactly. long time, but right? Consent yeah. and respect are paramount. And if you're on something and, and it's not right, you need to step away. Because you don't want to be doing something that might not be respectful to the other person. Yeah. Anyways, all that put aside, you know what? We still love the lifestyle. Oh, yeah, of course. We love the people. We love the enthusiasm. We love the, the love between couples. 
and uh, and you know uh, Bella and I we just you know we, we love each other so much that you know we're like we're best friends and even in our retirement years now we're with each other 24 7 and it's just I mean we're we're best friends so just keeps you know, getting better every day it yeah. just, it's so transparent our relationship to us that like I'm her you know it's like a dog's best friend right you know right, right, when right. she comes into the house or I come into the house we just rub yes. we just run to each other because we want our ears scratched yeah, well, we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna get into scratching your ears some stories um, what it's like now swinging in retirement after we take a quick break oh yeah let's just remind everybody that we are Carol and David this is the topless travel podcast and we're chatting with Bella and Peter we're here on location at Desire Pearl in Mexico with topless travel Let's talk about the nice topless travel trips that we have planned coming up this year. We absolutely can. You know that if you're looking for the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever, then you simply then you simply must book with topless travel from Hito to in Jamaica and desire where we are in Cancun to all the bliss cruise experiences. Topless travel absolutely needs to be your number one choice. And of course, the trips and events are all about the people and the sexy, fun experiences. So let's just shout out to their sexy host couples, including Party Mark and Chelsea, who are here with us this week. And they're there to ensure that you have one hell of a sexy vacation. Absolutely. And as we are here at Desire, you'll find us on many of the topless travel trips. But listen up. We're going back to Hedonism 2 in Jamaica in February for another sexy silver event from February 25th to March 4th. As always, the rooms are selling out fast, so if you don't want to miss the biggest lifestyle party on the Grill Beach, then go and book your room right now. And let's not forget to mention that Topless Travel is always expanding their options for you to book the most erotic adventures. New for 2023 is Temptation Grand in Misha's Dominican Republic. From October 15 to 22, it's a brand new lifestyle-friendly resort where you can explore your fantasies and meet lots of amazing couples. And of course, for more information about this trip or any other of the Topless Travel events, you simply have to go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com, and click the Topless Travel Events link to book the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever. Ever, ever, ever. Alrighty. Um, This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David. We're having a great discussion with our good friends, Bella and Peter from California. All right, let's get back to uh, being on, on retirement. In retirement, I guess is the right term. How long have you guys been retired officially? Uh, it will be uh, almost three years. Okay. So you spent a lot of time before your retirement, a lot of time finding couples to play with, going on trips and adventures, having parties in your house. How has your lifestyle, swinging lifestyle, changed since you've been retired and have all the time in the world? Isn't it cool that you don't have to worry about four Saturdays in a month and you can find right. a couple and every, play on a Wednesday. So we always say every night is Saturday. Right, oh, right, there right. You go. And it's funny because all the things that we did prior to retirement, it's really quite amazing that we were able to juggle so much. Life, kids, work, partying, you know, Travel. lifestyle, yeah, lifestyle adventures. Yeah. How we were able to squeeze it all in and now it's just about that. It's just about enjoying us as a couple, enjoying our time together, and travel, and... But are you you having more lifestyle adventures, meeting new people? So, I think that, unfortunately, pretty much very shortly after Peter retired, COVID hit. Mm -hmm. 
And so there was an opportunity to embrace the lifestyle. It's only now starting to pick up. Mm -hmm. We still remain friends, obviously, with our lifestyle friends. So whenever we could get together. But really, there was no... People weren't really open to playing. So They were nervous. So during COVID... Yeah. During COVID, um, our lifestyle adventures were obviously curtailed. Um, but we, we did spend. Lots of good toys. We had lots of good toys. That's what I was asking you, Bella, if that's right. what you guys we did. We actually as well. got into making some home videos, which was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but we spent 89 days, as most of our listeners know, at living at hedonism during uh, the major heavy, lockdown. Major lockdown, and it was very interesting that you know you're in the past you'd ask a couple condoms or no condoms, and during COVID it was. Uh, vaccinated or not vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. That's so, funny. It, it was fun. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. we were very careful when we were at Hedo for 89 days. And after two weeks, we figured out how we could play safely. I'm not saying condoms or no condoms, but um, you had to test three days before you went home. So they, everybody tested on Thursday. So once they got their antigen test back that they were negative, those that meant we could play with them on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday before they left. Oh, that's, that's really funny. funny. And those were the only days that we played that's when really we were at funny. Yeah. That's really yes. funny. I yeah. think that um, we found, we were really fortunate that we found a bunch of great couples who were retired also, lifestyle couples who were retired. So it was just fun to be able to not have to say, you know, what's your, are you working this week? We did a couple of long weekends here and there with them. Yeah. And that was fun. I think if anything, it just, you don't need to worry about your schedule. Yeah. You know, you can just have fun 24 seven if you want. And now that the world is opened up again, there's endless opportunities. There's trips every other week. There's parties every night if you want. It's as much as you want or as little as you want. Now, do do you guys have, have you guys ever had those moments where one of you or the other one is a little jealous about what's going on in a lifestyle situation? So I think for sure it would be wrong to say that even though we're so secure and comfortable in our relationship that we've never ever felt a twinge of jealousy. I will say that as a whole, neither of us are jealous people, but when we started in the lifestyle, navigating your way through it is definitely new and challenging and like I said, it definitely provokes a lot of conversation Mm -hmm. that you would not have if you weren't in the lifestyle. Um, which brings you closer together. And yeah, but so, you did have a tweak of jealousy so, here yeah, or there. So, yeah, initially. Can you tell then, us a little bit beginning. about that? Yeah, and no, now no. definitely not. I There's nothing that makes me happier. There's nothing that makes me happier than to see Peter aroused. I want my partner to be living his best life, to be the happiest that he can be. And when we're in the lifestyle, it's it's really just pure happiness. Now, now, when you're playing with another couple. So sometimes we make fun or we have fun talking about our sex partners as if they're just a sex toy. It's only for our pleasure. It's like a living sex toy. And so it's not like we get emotionally connected, um, but there's some friendship involved. So we're wondering, for you guys, do you just picture your partners as sex toys or do you like to get more connected with them? So I think that playing with other people often plays out a fantasy that we have. And when you're in it, sometimes you're like, wow, is this really happening? And 
because we're the kind of people who really like to get to know people before we play, there's got to be a chemistry and an, and an attraction. I don't think we see them as just a sex toy. I think we see them as somebody who's enabling us to be our true selves and live out our sexual fantasies with another couple. And and even like in the lifestyle, we've had, we've played with not just couples, we've played with single women, we've played with single men, and maybe more the single men and the single women are actually more just the sex toys. Oh, but yeah. the couples are more Friends. of a connection. Yeah. So, so I'm glad you, you brought that up because, you know, consistency is very important in people that we hang out with. And, you know, we've been in the lifestyle 17 years. We've known you guys a long time. And I remember, you know, way, way back when we first met you guys, we were in California. We had um, uh, a nice dinner together and we got to meet each other. And next weekend we got together. We had some great sex. I think, I think Bella had an awesome orgasm. Uh, Carol and Peter had some great fun together and we really connected and, and we've, that's why we've become friends for so many years but then we were doing a radio talk show and um, the it was a call-in talk show right? call-in yes. talk show and we were you know talking about the things in the lifestyle and we got around to we got around to talking about how we swing in the lifestyle and it was we actually went up and described that you know sometimes when we play with couples it's like having a really good sex toy and um, it really makes you feel good and all of a sudden the phone rang and who's on the other end it's Bella and Peter calling in and saying what the fuck we're just a sex toy to you guys <laughs> <laughs> and anyway right. that's, it's a story I, I'll remember uh, yeah. forever right. yeah. you guys we love yeah. you You're that was funny, funny. Yeah, I forgot about that yeah that's yeah. funny and it's a true, t- and that's a true testament to relationships in the lifestyle. Right, it is, it is, it is. Right, yeah. So one of the things that I find that I really find interesting when we come to these resorts, where there's people of all ages, and everybody has their own story, their own reason why they're in the lifestyle, their own reason why their lifestyle works for them, because it's there's no one right way or wrong no, way to be in the lifestyle. No, there's different and levels. So do you of guys it. like talking with people and finding out the origins of how yeah. they got love into the lifestyle? Yeah, yeah, I love that. Love that. Do you have any fun stories about some yeah. that you can remember? Some yeah. brands I, that you talked to. I don't know if that we have any. I mean, we've met a lot of people yeah. over the years, and I think that everybody's in the lifestyle for so many different reasons. Whether it's you know that they're swingers or voyeurs or just love the sexy environment everybody's in it for different reasons and I think that one of the things we love is to find out what are you in the lifestyle and how did you get in the lifestyle I think it's intrigues me fascinates me more than anything to find couples who have been married for 25 plus years and only have been in the lifestyle for the last five, ten right, years. Right. Because and they I, like to open up their marriage right, and, and, and right. try that new they things. They just yeah. needed so to spruce it up a little bit, spice, make it a little spicier. And, and I've, it's really quite amazing that they've actually, after being married for so many years, yeah, and they're not, they're not in their 40s or in their mid-50s yeah. mm-hmm. or later than that, and they're just getting into the lifestyle after being married for so many years. Like, how did they even discover it? How yeah. did they get into it? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know... You know, that we spend a lot of, I mean, this is just part of the lifestyle, is getting to know a lot of people. You, know, you, sit, you sit at the beach, you sit at the pool, you sit at dinner, you meet different people. And their stories are just fascinating. And it's uh, the conversation gets, um, 
you know, it just it gets very deep and it gets very pretty real. But I, I, I do want to touch on one thing that you brought up, which is kind of an interesting thought, which I don't think we've ever thought about it, which is the when you have when you have um, uh, when you play with another couple, do you look at them as a sex toy? You know, like an extension, like uh, like a, a a vibrator or or some kind of stimulant. I never really thought of it that way, but I guess it is really another sex toy because there's no emotion involved, right? Right. So it just happens to be, you know, instead of a vibrator, it happens to be two people that you're actually touching and caressing, and and it and it's 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 actually I never thought about it that way. <laughs> yes, but. In order, well, for me, anyways, it has to be. It has to be a connection. Right. Of course, but it's right. not. It's not. You're not falling in love with these right. people. No, no. Right. You know, you're you're not going right. to go. You're not going to be. You know, you're not. Uh, they're not going to be staying over for no, a but month. There has to be. There has to be an attraction and a chemistry. A hundred percent. But it's interesting that it, it is. It really is a sex toy. Yeah. Right. It's yeah, a, a it's living a, sex toy. It's a living sex right. toy. Right. Right. One you can talk to and actually can talk back. But before we took that break, we had talked about how you guys are best friends and like puppies who want to be together all the time when you walk into the house. How has your retirement increased or strengthened your relationship, whether it's within the lifestyle or not? How about the retirement Because you're part? spending so much more time so together now. It's actually interesting because I think that we naturally associate retirement with the senior years. Yeah. And in the senior years, does sex occur as much as it did when we were younger and typically for a lot of couples it doesn't you think there's a reduction in the amount of sex or so that you have says, right? or exactly and then you come to an event and, and I'll talk about us in a second but you come to an event like this sexy silvers and you see all these couples who are 55 plus and how amazing it is and I'm truly fascinated by seeing so many couples in their late 60s, 70s, and even some in their 80s who are still so sexually active and feeling so sexual and so good about themselves. And so loving with their partners. And so loving with their partners. And these are people now, we've met people who are married 40 plus years. So this takes it even to to another level of inspiration of we know who we are today at our age and yes, post-retirement and having more time. And for us, it hasn't changed anything sexually. It's given us more time to, to be intimate, to be together and enjoy each other without feeling tired from work or busy with our work schedules. It's allowed us to just be us with, and have that freedom to, you know, to be sexual and be happy. But then we, you, you also think as we get older, you never know how, how long that's going to last for. Yeah. As our bodies change, as we get older. But to see this is so inspiring to know that retirement is now just like a whole nother level of play that can go on potentially for another 30 plus years. For sure. And whoa, whoa, whoa. 30 thought? plus years, I'll be 100. <laughs> <laughs> Relax okay, there, kid. Okay, maybe me. <laughs> but, but what's very cool is with the advent of Viagra, and bioidentical hormones and and all the things that are available out there for males and females to extend um, your sexual active life, there's no reason to say, well, just because I'm getting old, I should stop having sex. Right. Right. I just love seeing people dress up. It's almost like a connection to their youth. Like they're never 
too old to be doing this. Whether or not they're actually having intercourse, just, you know what, the fact that they're out here, that they are literally looking like it's, you know, but, well, look at, look but it's playful. What's that fun is yeah, yeah. you bring the play back look, into your yes. lifestyle. They're right? doing a session now, which is um, tantric, experiencing, you know, with your partner. Learning right. new massage techniques. N- new massage bring, techniques. Yeah. Everyone that's in that room is 60 plus. Yeah. Right. But sex they're is more than cock I mean, and I would pussy, never, right? my wa- right. wildest imagination, ever thought that that was even a thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm lear- 67. And they're learning how to touch each other. Right. Yes. Sexual or and right. they want to learn. And open. Yeah. How they want to learn. They want to learn. They want to be able to perfect their their sensuality with right. their partner right. of 40 years. Right. Yeah. You're you know, never too like, old to learn something right. new. Right. You so that's a great segue into what my next question was going to be, <laughs> which is, you know, in the years you've been in the lifestyle, Carol described it really well when we were talking to Terry and Steve about um, watching me get a blowjob from another woman and saying, how can I learn how to do that? Have you have you learned over the years how to have sex differently than what you knew on your own? From from playing with other couples, right. have you learned new techniques? Think I don't think that we, I don't think we've learned from other couples. I think that we have been a little bit more progressive in learning other things, whether it be. Doing other, like doing other doing things. Doing other things. Yeah. Taking courses. Taking courses, yeah. watching porn. Right. I mean, there's, you know, there's just, yeah. there's many different avenues to learn. Watching you know, live porn. Yeah, yeah or live sure. porn. Yes. Or live porn, right. you know. Right here and, better. Or she'll <laughs> look at something and she'll room. say, how come you never did that to me? I said, I, or I, I want to do I, that. Yeah, or I want to do that. <laughs> right. you know? that's so that's exactly what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm sure the it way you suck. gives you opportunities to live out your fantasies. Right. Yeah. But I'm sure the way you suck his cock now is not the same way it was when you guys first met. You've learned over the years how to do things differently. I don't know about Maybe. that. Maybe. I I I, I'm not 100% sure, but... No. I think Maybe. we've been pretty... Um, Can you show me? I'm always, <laughs> always given a good blowjob. Oh. You know, there's a, there's, a, there's a book here in the club that's it's eight, was it 800 different positions. Oh, really? Yeah. Right? Yeah, so, uh, so someone brought it over to me and said, said to Sandy, uh, pick a number from one to 800. Uh, right. Right. Wow. So she picked the number. She had no idea why she was picking okay. the number. They opened up the book and it was showing different sexual positions. Oh, fun. And we looked at that and I said... Well, you that? Uh, you you Did need that? you uh, well, no, that? that was the second that was the second one. But when we looked at it, we said, "Oh my God, you need to be in the Cirque du Soleil to ever right. do some of that kind right. of stuff." Well, we right? just opened up the the um, Kama Sutra book. Yes, we have and fun date nights where we do that too. We do we play a game where we open up the Kama Sutra book random, and we have to do the positions that's there. And I don't know how many there, there's about three hundred positions yeah. in that Kama Sutra mm-hmm. book. Oh, that's so, yeah. it's so important to remember that you are never too old. To have fun and be silly and explore yeah. right. and bring all these amazing yeah. new things that you never thought you would explore yeah. and, into and, your life. And, and that's they, what's and, gonna keep and it they spicy. Might, and they might not work, but you're gonna have a good laugh trying. A good oh, laugh. Oh, oh. Oh. We once put we once put a, a swing in the middle of our hall. Okay. And we put a hook. Yeah. A huge carab a hook with a huge carabiner. Yeah. And and we don't know why we did it. It went from our bedroom into our bathroom in the middle of nowhere. Right. And when our friends are family came over and they went 
What's that for? <laughs> we Did you forget right. that someone might see it? Right. <laughs> so, much. You said so, we, ha- we hang plants from Yeah, we hang plants, but they didn't live because there was no sunlight in the hallway. <laughs> and how stupid was that? Uh, right? Oh, my gosh. Every Until we had to get the contractor to come over and take it out and, you know, see what the were hole. we thinking? It was, yeah. it was a really good conversation piece. But you know That's what? Funny. In thinking about, you know, how we've enhanced ourselves, we play more a lot with toys. You know, yeah. like we, we talked about, like even during COVID, we... You know, you try to find different ways. I mean, we had, I mean, I was getting points at a, at a, at a uh, sex shop. At a sex shop. <laughs> yeah. I was wow. buying so many toys. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so we, we, we like to play with toys, you know. Uh-huh. A lot of couples may not do that for right. whatever we reason. We love toys. But yeah, we we, loved, too, we yeah. love toys. And, you know, we've, we, I, we pulled out an old one that she used to love, like, seven years ago and yeah. I said do you remember this toy I said you used to like this yeah throw it out we got better ones now <laughs> right? I just saw a video and we're going to try it in the next day or so and it's this woman riding the guy's cock and she has a vibrator and she's running the vibrator from her clit down to her pussy his cock's in her pussy down his cock to the top of his cock and back and going back and forth. So she's vibrating as her she's, clit as she's, as she's riding the cock with the vibrator going up and down. I'm like, ah, I've been there, done that. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys are a little that, more advanced. Was that, was that us in the porn? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. But uh, we love learning. We love Yeah, we like we learning too. Do, ha- yeah. do you guys have a, a special fantasy you want to share with us? Something you've done or that maybe you want to be doing at some place like this? Oh, so uh, I will. Oh, go ahead. So um, I think that one of the things that I always fantasized about, and sometimes people say that fantasies are better left in your head, uh-huh. yeah. and we all know that sometimes it is, but for me, it was because it was a fantasy that I genuinely wanted to play out. I wanted to make that fantasy become a reality, and I will happily say that my real fantasy was as good as I could ever have imagined it being. And it was about finding the perfect partner in the lifestyle to be able to do it. So I found a really good friend. Pick me, pick me. (laughs) With my husband. And I always wanted to do double penetration. Oh, cool. And that's something that's pretty intimate between the two men. Because they're, you know, they're pretty close up. It's pretty pretty uh, connected so we found a great guy who was a happy willing participant and we had an an amazing amazing evening and oh, I got to live out my fantasy that turned out to be perfect oh yeah it was very and cool. so fun and I wouldn't have done that had I not had the opportunity to find somebody in the lifestyle who was open-minded who wouldn't mind connecting to my husband like that on that level and it was just so really here's another awesome. one for you Very to cool. put in your brain. Double vag. Carol? Yeah, that was one of my fantasies, which I filled out for sure. Have you double tried vag. that? No. Yeah. Oh, so, no, no, it was double vag. It was double vag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there it, was you go. it was double vag. Okay, cool. Yeah, it was double so vag. So for me, that double vag was one of the biggest turn-ons, and it took both of us all our won't power in the world to not come. Because normally when your cock is in a pussy, you feel what the pussy pussy feels like around your cock. Yeah. This way, you get half your cock on the pussy, yeah. but half your cock on a cock. Yes, I know. <laughs> exactly. And it's a completely different sensation. It was, it was a mind blower for us. Which yeah. was a mind blower. First of yeah. all, Carol squirted everywhere because she was so full. <laughs> and both of us 
didn't come at that moment, but it was one of the hottest sexual uh, threesomes that we You're had. Making yeah, me I agree. We, that was that's what she was talking <laughs> and about. I, I agree. You have to find the right partner because we did try it again, and it didn't work out because the, that guy was a little bit too big, and it didn't all fit together. And then we tried it again at Hedo, and it was the, too hot. It was and they too couldn't hot, stay hard. and there was too much. We had too much lube. And so I was in, he came in and popped me out. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was very hot, so it's hard to keep an erection That's when it's super hot. funny. So, yeah, so we have tried it after that, like yeah. several times, yeah, but yeah. that first one was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I w- I'd, I'd like to do that again because I found it to be, I mean, you have to find the right partner, of course. Yeah. What are yeah. you doing but tonight? Yeah. yeah. Peter. Oh, oh, baby. <laughs> yeah. What about strap ons? Have you tried a strap on? She's always wanted to do a strap on on me. <laughs> what's, so wrong, what's wrong I with that? I just have the visual. Yeah. So let, I want to ask you a question. Now that you're retired, and I know you love to travel, and COVID is over, what have you got plans for traveling in, now that there's no restrictions? Okay, so it started with this. This yeah. was our first opportunity to get out. I mean, we've been to lifestyle parties, uh, different places that we've traveled, and. Um, I mean, that's been amazing. But now there is like, there's endless trips. So I think it's fun to think that we could travel the world with like-minded people. Um, If you've ever been, if you're in the lifestyle and you've ever been on a family cruise, it's very different than being on a lifestyle cruise. Uh Exactly. Great segue. So the (laughs) week that we've been here, you have had tremendous pressure put on you to join us and topless travel on a Bliss cruise. Just because I'm on air, I'm not going to say yes. <laughs> we even had Carlos, who's no, the you know operations what? director think, of Bliss Cruise, right. spend time with Bella and find a reason why you shouldn't try a Bliss cruise. So we're not asking you to commit, but I have not heard you say absolutely not. So when you're open-minded, <laughs> right. you're not going to ever just say no. Oh, great answer. You're going to have to find a solid reason mm-hmm. why you can't do it. Right. And other than um, previous... Do you get seasick or anything? No. No, okay. No. I'm sorry? No. She doesn't get seasick. No, no, no. No. No, we've been on lots of cruises. Okay. For, yeah. Listen, the, the conversation about a Bliss Cruise, it genuinely sounds absolutely incredible. Fun-filled event. Doesn't even matter what the itinerary 4, is. 4,000 naked people. It's 4,000 people. But for some people, 4,000 people is a lot of people. Right. And is yeah. that what's worrying you? Yeah. And well, you know what? We've also, we've also done, we, we've, we've done some um, lifestyle cruises. Yeah. But they were destination, real oh, destination okay. right. cruises. Yeah. As opposed to just being on a, on a ship for, you know, four days and then only be on an island for two days. Yeah. It's kind of, I don't think it's kind of our thing. Okay. And um, we prefer to actually, you know, see and the world. And we just like the smaller and, intimate, and, and, yeah, more intimate we, cruises. We've done two of them. Well, one like our, cab, our cabin on Bliss is very intimate. <laughs> <laughs> but Topless so Traveled also does some intimate um, bucket list type trips. Right. Which you yeah. said you might and be interested. And we are absolutely... Like the, um, we're, we're going to South Africa. We're African. going yeah, down we're the Nile. Yeah, we're into we'll that. We're, yeah, we're definitely doing the two trips that are coming yeah. up. That, that, uh, we don't even know fun. what the dates are. We just said book it. March yeah. in 2024 is going to be the Nile cruise. Yeah. And September 2024 is going to be the the African migration in Kenya. Amazing. Uh, it's going to yeah. be. And she's always wanted to do a trip like that. So this actually fills a bucket list yeah. through the lifestyle 
through like-minded people. Right, yeah. exactly. And then next year, uh, Temptation Mishes, yes, um, which is going to be a takeover as well, brand new property. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, yeah, like, so you we're, saying, we're, like you were saying. We, we like to do that, Good. but I, we're not sure whether we want to just sit on a boat for five days. and. We get it. That's fine. You know, we that's that. just may not be our thing. So, uh, But we, we're, we're open to um, other intimate, you know, smaller uh, vessels. But, but okay. I, I do have to say, because we at the beginning were like, this is way too big for us. And then we did a bliss. And it's like, you just can't imagine it until you've done it at least once. It's like, oh. going, it's like going naughty in New Orleans. You got to do it once. Yeah. 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 We you did have it. to do it once. To we try. did it. You're right. Amazing. You know what? You're right. We, we don't have that. We don't, you know, there's part of it that doesn't make any sense for us to do it. But on the other hand, when you're a desire, any of the resorts, you're really not going anywhere either. Right. right. You're just hanging by the, by the pool in your, which is. With a which, lot less people though. With a lot less uh, yeah. people. And but I think that's really what Bella's, I think the intimidating yeah. thing for you yeah. is the number yeah. of people. And that's okay. It's yeah. not for everybody. You know, everybody, and there's so many options. Like right. you said, and you've got plenty so of options. And there is so many options. So. There's something for everyone, whether it's at a resort, fine. on a smaller ship, on on a riverboat. I right. mean, there's really something for everyone. Yeah, and we absolutely. can't go everywhere, and no. we can't be at all these different um, events that happen. As we do have uh, other family commitments, so we're, we're you know we try to slide different things. But it's much in. easier now that you're retired, which yeah. is what this show's all about. <laughs> right, yeah, but, I, exactly. but I'm busy. And I have to say, I'm busy. Yeah, it, we've never been busier. It's well, crazy. Since we've retired, we've never been busier. But and with fun things that you want to do, not all that you fun have things. to do. Right, exactly. There yeah. you go. Exactly. You, yeah. That's the what, best way to be. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a all very right, good babe. way to end. Yeah, we've done an hour. It's yeah. time to wrap up the show. Sexy advice? Yeah, sexy advice. Listen, if another couple has never been on a lifestyle trip like this, what would you say they should talk about before coming and meeting 100 couples at a resort like this? So I think that a lot of people come to places like this and have no idea what to expect. And sometimes you don't know what to expect until you're actually here. Like I said earlier, one thing that's amazing about the lifestyle is how it opens the lines of communication. So talk about what you think you may expect or what you want to get out of it. Set boundaries so that, you know, nobody's put in uncomfortable positions and you do know beforehand what you want, what you will tolerate, what you want to see for your partner. Throw out ideas of like, fantasies and how can you potentially yeah. achieve those so like I said just go open-minded have fun lucky it's, to be in this kind of environment we, we've met couples that have come to desire and we've been there many many times that had never they didn't even know what they were getting themselves into and they were freaked out a little bit because nobody educated they them on... They didn't do the research before. They didn't, they didn't do, the do the research, research you know? conversation. No, right. exactly. and we, we actually played with a couple many, many years ago who had never... They, they accidentally fell into the desire, and we played with both I think of they them. thought it was just a nudist resort. Yeah, right. and we I mean, it is what you want it to be, yes. but they, they just f- thought it was a nudist resort. Yeah. And then once, after talking to us, they were like so open to the idea of exploring. Well, that's how we fell into the lifestyle right. in the right. first place at Temptation. We sat beside a swinger couple who explained it all to us. And we had questions and questions and questions. And they yeah. were so kind that we'll yeah. never forget them. Right. They were kind to take the time and explain. Right. And again, but, and again, you can come to these places, have a great sexy vacation, and not play with anyone else. Well, and we, we, we've done that many, many yeah. times. Yeah. We come here with zero expectations. Yeah. But the thing is, I think that vanilla slash 
maybe going into the lifestyle couples, they're not completely open to a full disclosure conversation about what their fantasies are. It's usually one partner or the other that's saying, we got to do this and why? Well, you know, it's sexy, fun and blah, blah, blah. And, And I don't think it's a full disclosure between them yet. And I think that's where the danger happens. Right. Just make sure you talk about right. it. Yeah, talk but but talk building, building, on, huh? building on what Bella said, whatever you decide to do, talk about it. And once you've done it, talk about it again. Right. And do something else. Right. And yeah. talk about it. Communication right. is, I mean, in relationships in general, communication is key. When you're getting into the lifestyle and doing something outside the norms, just keep talking about it. Ask the person, how do you feel? What would you like to do? What did you see? Would you like to try that? And your relationship is going to get better. Right. Because and you're going to be communicating more. Oh, we, we And don't you find more. that everybody here is so happy to talk about yeah. anything, anything lifestyle yeah. related? Anything. Yeah. So you can come here not knowing anything. And, and this can just anybody. be your education. Yeah. 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 You're yeah. Right. We like to talk about the triple X. Explore. Express. Experience. Express. Explore, that's express. Good. I like that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. All righty, babe, right. we're done. Great show. Another amazing show. Bella, Peter, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. And as usual, we want to thank all our listeners for being there week in and week out. Join us again next time for another hour of the Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health and pleasure, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Well, that's it for our show today. Carol and I, Bella and Peter, send you lots of love and great sex. Please stay safe. And of course, stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thanks for joining us for this week's edition of the Topless Travel Show. We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. We've got another episode of the Sexy Lifestyle Podcast lined up for you for next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Network. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new. Spice it up, but you just might have the best sex ever.